This podcast is part of the Loosely Connected Network. Visit www.thelooselyconnected.com for more great podcasts, networks, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, and more. Do you know what Lucrate is? Yes, I do, Tony. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you guys at home know what Lucrate is? Yes? No? Oh, you say no? Okay, we'll tell you. <laughs> um, Lucrate is a box. A subscription box of monthly gig gear and um, you can get your subscription at lootcrate.com and if you use promo code ntfttpod you get 10% off um, next next uh, loot crate the theme is uh, team up so it's about all the brands that team up like Ant-Man and the Wasp and other things that team up Avengers um, yeah I, I guess so yeah but I don't think they're going to be in next month's loot crate oh okay uh, I'm on the mobile site and I can't get to... It's hard to, like, navigate their mobile site. Oh. Uh, Let me yeah, see. I'll, I'll look it up. Loot Crate. Why are you humming Harry Potter? I have no idea. <laughs> my head. That was so random. Yeah. Um, also, there's apparently a July 4th blowout sale. Where you get forty percent off and uh, along with free crates, yeah, asterisks. Yes, I don't know what asterisks is. Um, <laughs> yep. Right, let me see. So you guys have just a short time to get the sale, but if you don't get the sale and then later on you still want to get a loot crate, you can still get ten percent off with ours. So yeah, the 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 month will be they will have Teen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Ted Excellent Adventure, yeah, and Adventure Time. time. So, yeah, those are the four brands for this month. We do not sound excited about Loot Crate, but um, it's it's good. I still have my subscription, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, listeners. We're just a little bit tired. It's super late for Tony, and then it's, it's early for me. It's Yeah, it's kind of a weird recording schedule right now because it's late on my end, but early on your end. So, yeah. so we're both like kind of tired. Yeah, we're we're trying to keep the energy up once the once the podcast start rolling. But yeah, right now we're just waking up. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So we'll just move on to the show. Sure. All right. Come with me if you want to live. No time for time travel. Welcome to the No Time for Time Travel Podcast, where we are podcast for nerds by nerds. My name is Tony, and joining me this week all the way from Sweden is Kwa. Hello. Hello, hello. And we are a podcast uh, for nerds by nerds. I said that already. Um, we usually take a topic that you guys suggest and talk about it as our topic of the episode. Um, so let me pull up the topic of the episode. We actually got a few suggestions this week. Um, one of them was actually Star Wars. It was... Um, suggested by judge greg from the enthusiast network and real hero podcast and real hero talk and then um john leola also seconded but actually i'm gonna delay that topic because we are planning to have an interview in the future with um one of my friends uh laura um she's Mm. uh, the star wars cosplayer so we'll just like save that topic for the time when we can schedule with her yeah sounds good um so we have a few other topics. One is from, huh? We have actually a variety of topics. So one of them oh. is gaming as an addiction and mental health concern. That's from the Monster Closet podcast. 
Um, Brandon from Almost Men in Silence suggested to talk about the new Overwatch hero that was just announced. That's a hamster. Yeah. Um, and then John Leola suggested to talk about iPhone versus Android. And we're going to have fun on, to- on that topic. Um, <laughs> cause you're an Android person and I'm an iPhone user. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Anthony from the video game cross talk, uh, podcast, he suggested talking about being an end boss so brutally you actually feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are a good number of topics to talk about. So, um, I guess, uh, before we get started, um, how have you been doing? Good. Um, oh yeah. So, Remember how I said uh, I'll tell you about a story about uh, for today, I guess? Yeah, yesterday. you said you had some kind of revelation. Yeah, yeah. So, after living in my apartment for like three months, yesterday, I, I just found out that I have a closet in my bedroom. <laughs> what? Wait, how did you miss that? <laughs> okay. Okay, so like, you know how, uh, so normally um, there's like a door into the bedroom and uh what happened is I always keep that door open. So I never really see that there was a door behind that door that was my closet. Oh, so you never look behind the door? No, well, no, because it's, it's also like my the door behind there was um, it's white and my walls are white. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I never look behind there. There was no reason for me to. And then uh, yesterday, uh, or yeah, yesterday when I woke up, I was just sitting in bed, like half asleep. And I, that, I guess like that one time I, I closed the door when I was sleeping and uh, I just wake up and I saw like a knob stick out of the wall. I was like, what's that? <laughs> so I got up and I was like, wait a minute, it's a door. And I opened it and I was like, oh my God, there's room. I have another closet. I can fit so much stuff in here. <laughs> I was so happy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because before I was using like one, uh, I guess, drawer or one closet and mm. like a drawer. Yeah. To just put all, everything into it. I was like, man, I have like, room for anything here. Mm-hmm. I need to try to make room. And now I'm like, oh, there's, there's so much room. I could fit all the stuff I couldn't fit before. Now you could actually get clutter. Or I guess not. I know. <laughs> I know. And now I could be organized. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that was my revelation. I was like, it, took, it only took me three months. But I found out I have a closet. Yeah, I think... um. I think I've experienced something similar to that. Like there was something I found out about the uh, the apartment that I was um, staying in in Ventura a while back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like it was also storage space. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't like the closet, but it was another door inside the closet. Oh, yeah. Was it a walk-in closet? No, no. It was like a standard, you know, sliding door closet. But when okay. you when I moved the, they, so they had a shelf in there too, already built. Yeah. But it's one of those freestanding shelves that was just pushed up against the wall. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I just had to move the shelf one day and then I was like, why is there a door behind here? So, <laughs> so I, I opened it and it was pretty much, it looked like an attic inside. Wow. And it was kind of scary because it was like someone could have just lived in there the whole time. And I wouldn't have known it. Yeah, I was going to say, did you have somebody living in there? <laughs> yeah, that, no, I didn't. But but that was just like kind of like a scary, scary revelation. At least yours is a normal revelation. Yeah, yeah, normal. Yeah. I'm glad it's normal then. Yeah. It's not like you open the door and then you see like, I don't know, a like a squirrel. Yeah, a squirrel, yeah. <laughs> a squatter. 
Oh, squatter. Uh, a squatter squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Squatting squirrel. That's, that's fine. Squirrels yeah. are fine. Or you find a hamster from Overwatch. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool revelation. Yeah. So, Tony, your turn. Give me a story. Did you have any revelation this week? Um, no. I mean, like, I I could say I I got my wedding venue down. Like, oh, cool. we already, like, booked the venue and dates. And we also got our DJ and MC. Nice. Um, so, we're going to next look at videography and photography. So, you yeah. know, it's... It's all the things are coming together. The big players are, you know, almost set. Um, I think that's the biggest struggle. And, um, and I think the next big struggle is doing, uh, cake testing or tasting, testing and tasting, I guess. Um, <laughs> while like I'm still on keto. So it's like really tough because I can only have like a small, tiny bite. Um, yeah. Because, and I have to like completely do zero carbs for the day that I'm going to go cake testing because that will be, taken up by the cake. Uh, I'm just imagining you're like a cake connoisseur where you just <laughs> take your pinky and you swipe a little bit and you taste it and you just uh, smack your lip and, <laughs> and, then, and, if you, and then you spit it out because you can only have one and you don't want to take in all the sugar. Oh my gosh. It's, it's kind of like the, the wine connoisseurs, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh my gosh. So, so you have to do that. Meanwhile, Diala, we actually have to do the actual testing. Yeah, well, she's she doesn't care about the diet at the point of testing. She's just going to do the testing, like actually yeah. tasting the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is that you you do that after her, and then you just agree with whatever she thinks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We just actually she she went to one of the places that um we were planning to get our cake from, uh, but she uh-huh. got their cupcakes instead just so we could try. Um, yeah. so I literally like I had like a fork, and then I just took like maybe one quarter of a centimeter of the frosting and then one quarter of a centimeter of the actual cupcake part. And then mm-hmm. same thing with the, the uh, inside of it and just ate that small piece. And I was like, <laughs> man, but it's so good. You could actually taste a lot of it. And that just goes to show how much sugar is in these things. So, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the cake testing. <laughs> that we'll would be an interesting thing. Well, later on when there's food testing too, that's going to be... That's gonna be tough. <clears throat> I mean, food testing wouldn't it shouldn't be too bad because keto is what uh, no carbs and sugar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna avoid like any of the rice and any of the potatoes and any of the the sweetened glaze sauces and actually most sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you don't eat rice much though. So yeah, fine. I don't eat rice much. So that was easy for me to cut that out for for like doing keto. Yeah, but but I love potatoes, mashed potatoes, French fries, yeah. baked potatoes. Yeah, that's my weakness too. Potatoes. What was that? I said that's my weakness as well. Uh, potatoes. Yeah, I'm trying to find out an alternative to potatoes that's friendly for keto, but I haven't really found one yet. <laughs> Although I found these like these candy, like chocolate candy online, um, that's keto friendly. It's yeah. like the entire like candy bar is only like one gram of carbs. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is so good. It's, it's dark chocolate, so okay. it's a little bit more um, uh, bitter, but th- I like dark chocolate, so that's good. But yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, man, they have like zero carb bagels. What the? How does that work? Mostly it's made of fiber. That's how they, they get the texture to be almost like regular bagels. You can tell it's different, like 
it's kind of like spongy a little bit um uh-huh. but then otherwise it's a good substitute like if you're gonna do like um what i do is like i take half the bagel and then put cream cheese on it and then put smoked salmon on top yeah and mostly the smoked salmon and the cream cheese kind of mask the the rest of the bagel anyway so it's yeah it's a pretty good substitute the only thing is interesting pricey it's like a little bit over a dollar a bagel oh over a dollar bagel mm-hmm. oh man yeah the cost of uh trying to go on specific diets yeah but i'm sure it's it's better for you in the long run yeah oh yeah since i started i lost 16 pounds oh that's good yeah so it's good uh that's like about 20 percent of my goal i'm like my goal is to lose like almost 80 pounds uh, by next year yeah yeah by next year so i need i need to give a time frame because then otherwise it's like huh <laughs> uh, by tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh there's not nothing else uh, no other updates from my end oh busy fun week <laughs> yeah super busy really busy oh i i did teach yesterday a guest lecture at one of the pharmacy schools so yeah there's that and then next week i'm setting up uh, a groomsman dinner where it's kind of like gonna be um asking for their services as a groomsman that kind of thing oh okay that's why you need it so early oh i didn't tell you why no Oh, I thought I, I gave you the whole backstory. Okay, I no, guess not. You said, can you record something for me? Make sure you dress like Nick Fury. Oh. I need it tomorrow. <laughs> I could have sworn I wrote something in there about like why I'm doing it. Because that would have been weird if I didn't. It's somewhere. Okay. It's in the chat somewhere. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Um, all right. So I guess we can move on to the news. Uh, let's see. Okay, sure. So, uh, actually, you want to talk about your thing that you sent me? What thing? About the crab wait, game. Wait, wait, sorry, what? The crab game. Oh, the crab game. I, I don't even know what I sent you. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out because I, I, I forgot what, why I sent it to you. It was, yeah, the video game simulator of crab fighting. Yeah. I just saw like five seconds of it, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> um, okay, let, let me try to describe the the, the uh, viewers what happened. Give me like five seconds. Okay, so <laughs> so apparently there's this uh, crab battle simulator where you play as a crustacean. Um, I don't know if it's PvP or or if it's like online sort of thing, but but essentially it's a 3D fighting game, kind of like um, what do you call it? Uh, those old school or not old school, like the Dragon Ball Z Budokai, I guess, right? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of For Honor, but with crabs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a bunch of different weapons, and you're you could choose from different crustaceans, either crab. I think I saw like a lobster, <laughs> and and I was like, well, what's going on? But, but apparently, it it's, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I think the the basis of that was a, a while back there was a meme or um, viral video of this guy who took a, a camcorder, a, a camera, a video. Was it? He just took a video, recorded a video of a crab that he had who was holding a knife and then just like running back and forth with the knife. Oh, yeah. So it looked, and then he took his knife and he was trying to like attack the crab, and the crab would like block his knife. 
with his oh. knife. Yeah, with its knife. So it was just a weird viral thing that of crab fighting back. Um, yeah. And that game looks exactly like it's based from that video. They just took that video and said, like, hey, wouldn't it be fun to make this a fighting game? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I should also tell you, listeners, that you have a range of weapons from like guns to swords. What the heck? <laughs> to like drill bits or electronic drill bits, or you could fight hand to hand. I saw, even saw, I think, like you had, there's like electricity coming out of your claws or something like that. So, like, like the dark side of the force? <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> so, so I guess it's like what you were saying in that video, but then taken to a higher extreme. So, not only does the crab have like a knife, but it also has a gun. Oh my gosh. Real big. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, I'm curious about that game. I don't know if it's, yeah. it's real or it's just simulated, but that looks very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's really out there. Yeah. Really and it has like percentage sign. So I'm not sure if it's like, um, oh, like smash? On, 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 bo- on both yours and, and the opponent. So I'm not uh-huh. sure if, uh, it's, it's kind of like saying the, the health bar or not, I think, or if it's more like, uh, oh, okay. Never mind. It's kind of like wrestling, but, uh-huh. and smash in yeah. terms of, you know, how smash, you go over 100%, then you're very sensitive to attack, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I saw just now that the goal is to knock them upside down. Oh, my flip them upside down. Uh-huh. So if you're like over 100%, you're, you have a less likely chance of getting up. So it's kind of like wrestling. Uh-huh. So you, have, you pick them that way. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. I guess that goes like a little PETA friendly because you're not killing the animals. No, 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 no. All those weapons are just to flip you over. Yeah, it's just flipping over. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just to damage them so you could be pinned. I wonder if I wonder if they have like um, secret characters like a turtle or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> oh man! Uh, now I can imagine like the turtle being flipped upside down. <laughs> yeah, this is such a weird game. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we can move on from that. Um, okay. I have a few news items. So, Spider-Man, the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming was announced and they made it seem like Tom Holland was leaking it, um, on accident, but he, he leaked it on purpose. Um, it's called Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh. Which I think it's kind of funny because Spider-Man Homecoming and then sequel is Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. There's going to be, a okay, we know about X Force already. Let's see, Cloverfield Four is going to be happening. Wait, um, this is three. Yeah, the three one was I think the God Particle. Um, it was a Netflix direct release. Oh, okay. Yeah, they announced it. I think on Super Bowl day, and then like right after they announced it, it was like streamable after Super Bowl. Oh, cool. Yeah, it didn't get good reviews. So, so no, not not cool. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, let's see, Star Wars. Uh. There are some more. Oh, oh, because of like a bunch of like issues with Star Wars films, they're canceling the spinoffs. Oh, yeah. So it's like not canceling, but Disney is holding them and not yeah. like moving forward right now. They're like trying to assess it again. And I'm guessing it's because of Han Solo not doing well, but then people at Disney and spokespeople over there said it's not because of that. But, but Han Solo lost a lot of money. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jumanji 3 is going to be released in 2019, December. 
um, according to The Rock. Let's see. The next uh, Purge movie is going to be a prequel, and um, it's going to be called The First Purge. Mm. Wait, I thought that was a prequel already. The First Purge? Yeah. That was it. It was out already, or something similar. No, no, it's uh, it's a trailer is out. Um, it's not oh, out yet. Okay. Not from what I could tell. Um, there's gonna be an a spinoff of the Batman series, the Gotham TV show. Um, uh-huh. it's gonna be called Alfred, or like it's gonna be based off Alfred. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> is, is it gonna be like based on his daily life as a butler? <laughs> no, I think they're doing a prequel of that. So it's going to go backwards in time even more. <laughs> oh, so how he got started as a butler. butler well, his, well, the, there's different storylines of Alfred um, in the <laughs> comics. And a number of them have him like he used to be like a soldier or like as a spy agent or something like that before he, he ended up becoming a butler. I'm waiting for it to be very anticlimactic uh-huh. where it's just like his father was a butler. His <laughs> grandfather was a butler. And he's just carrying out the the line of butlers. No, I think what'd be cool is if he was like a secret super spy, but during his spy things, that they always put him like undercover as a butler, <laughs> and then that's how he learns all the butler skills. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Power Rangers. Um, the original Blue Ranger, uh, David Yoss, he said that he actually wanted to uh, write a reunion special for Power Rangers for, oh, for cool. most of the original team. And he's actually yeah. written the intro already. So, but he doesn't know where it's going to go forward. But, yeah. you know, Hasbro recently bought out Power Rangers. I don't know if you know that. So, it, it used to be Saban. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, Hasbro? That sounds, that sounds like... It was already there, but never mind. Yeah, yeah, Saban. It's like- yeah. So, it's interesting because Hasbro has Transformers and now they have Power Rangers. Yeah. So, they could have like some kind of crossover mech thing. That would be cool, with, I guess. With the Megazord, I mean, with the Zords. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I see here? I'm just like skimming through to see things that may be related to what we're talking about. Okay, nothing there. Uh, the Titans DC streaming. Um, so... Oh, that's a really cool thing that they're doing. DC um, is releasing a streaming service called DC Streaming or DC Universe Streaming. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be a new live action show called Titans. So it's basically Team Titans, but like a dark and gritty one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, some of the screenshots look cool uh, of like Robin. And um, yeah. and at first I thought this was going to be dumb because it's just all these like random shows they're making. But yeah. then I hear it's like DC streaming for all DC content, like all the old Batman cartoons, all the old DC, any cartoons, like oh. even the, the, you know, the DC movies that they make, the cartoon movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah all of them is going to be on that DC streaming service. So, oh. and um, they also said they're going to be having a whole library of a bunch of their DC comic books. So, you can actually just screen, go, go uh, screen by screen on your TV to read those comics. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, so at first I was not like thinking that was promising, but I mean, I guess it's better now. I mean, what do you think? I mean, that sounds like cool. Did it say when it's gonna release? Um, or? it it did, but I didn't catch that date, so I don't. Oh, have, okay, I don't have that in front of me. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Um, a lot of things are a lot of studios of a big uh, big studios are uh, sort of building their own like streaming ch- content channel i guess mm-hmm. like i hear disney's plan to create their own uh imitation of like netflix 
Yeah, yeah, they they are. So I feel like this is like DC's way of doing it, but then with their own stuff. Um, but I mean, it's cool, but it's also like a money thing. So I, I was like, oh man, if only there's just, I wonder if they're going to like pull out. Uh, there's not any DC stuff on Netflix, are there? Yeah, all the CW DC shows, like the, uh, yeah. the Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, they're all on Netflix right now. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm curious if they're going to pull those out from Netflix as well, just to reserve it for their channel. Yeah, that would suck if they do. Yeah. Cause they so, were- yeah that's my only take from it. It's like, oh, that's, that's cool, but I hope they don't do it like Disney. But yeah, yeah, at, cause at the same time, is- uh, I don't know if they're... Do you know if they're going to be charging like a monthly service fee sort of thing? Um, I don't know that. I didn't look into detail, but I think there might be. Oh, yeah. I assume so. Yeah, but they can't yeah, really I hope it, it doesn't free. become as big as as crazy as Disney where you just pull everything out. Yeah. Because Disney already pulled a lot of stuff from Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, so the next uh, news item I have is about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, so, it's going to be directed by Jeff Fowler. Do you know who that is? No. Sounds familiar, though. Uh, have you ever heard of the short animated film called Gopher Bro? Oh, is it the gopher uh, with the truck? Yeah, it got nominated for an Oscar. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, 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 I remember that one. So, so he directed that. So that's Jeff Fowler. Oh, it was with Blur. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's produced by Tim Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I remember being very into Blur, and I did. I watched a lot of the shorts, but now I know. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So Sonic the Hedgehog, again produced by Tim Miller, is going to be directed by Jeff Fowler. Um, oh. So that's cool. uh, and then they just cast it. So again, it's a live action movie. Okay, but. It's going to have some animation in it. So, they yeah. casted Dr. Robotnik. Can, mm. can you guess who they would cast as Dr. Robotnik? No. Who do you think would be a good casting for Dr. Robotnik? I don't even know actor's name, but uh, let's, let's, let's see. I can't, no, I give up. <laughs> okay. Well, you know who, what Dr. Robotnik looks like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, they casted Jim Carrey <laughs> as Dr. Robotnik. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, but but Dr. Robotnik, they confirm, is not a CGI character. So, yeah. it's Jim Carrey in real life being Dr. Robotnik. I mean, I, I, can, I can see that. Um, oh, no. Because he, he... I can sort of see it. It's not like a... I'm trying to... I see him like pictures with be- him having a beard. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. He did, ho- he did look homeless for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The the whole uh, I'm curious about how he, he'll take it because uh, of the whole weight issue. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I I don't know if they're gonna like put him in a bunch of like makeup and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, do you did you ever watch Tropic Thunder? I've seen clips of it. Did you see Tom Cruise's character in it? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead and look that up. Tom Cruise in okay. Tropic Thunder. Tropic. There's a he has a lot of prosthetics on him. But they uh-huh. made him look pretty realistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, really good. Yeah. So, maybe like that. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, that looks like Dr. Robotic. <laughs> Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise in that, that um, all that makeup. Yeah. Well, we, now we know what those prosthetics and makeup can do. Yeah. So, I think Jim Carrey can probably pull it off. Yeah, probably. Um, do you have any other news items? Uh, I do not. Let me check just to make sure. Um, nope. Okay. So, cool.
topic of topic the episode. So we could yeah. just uh, start talking about the topic. So move on to the topic of the episode, which are there are four of them. So um, yeah, let's see. So first uh, topic is uh, gaming as an addiction or mental health concern. What do you think about that? Um, oh man, that's definitely a personality thing because those addiction is more of like how addicted somebody can be. Mm-hmm. Like how much control they have over themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wouldn't say like it's because of games. They can be addicted to anything, uh, and it's I wouldn't consider like a mental health issue. Well, I guess it is a mental health issue if you're if you get addicted really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of how like how people can just be like can just binge watch that sort of thing. So it's an addiction, mm-hmm. but it's just temporary because it it ends. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's, it's weird because like, like, so you know me, I'm in the healthcare side of things and like for a diagnosis to actually occur, it has to meet a bunch of these different criteria, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just very hard for me to like, to, to, um, what's got to, to wrap my head around gaming to have all these specific criteria that will lead to a diagnosis that says they are addicted to gaming, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's more like I, I say it's just another uh, another platform for them to get addicted onto. Like it, it just happens to be game because most most people f- find it more fun. Mm-hmm. But then people who are uh, more active, they find they're more addicted to like sports and stuff like that. It just uh-huh. and, but then that was a positive side effect is because you exercise. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So for the listeners who don't know. Um, there's a book that is like kind of like the Bible of diagnosis codes and it's, uh, it's DSM five. It's the fifth edition of it. So this is like the, it's like all the diagnoses of like the psychiatric disorders and things like that. <clears throat> so they actually have one. It's called internet gaming disorder. So specifically yeah. internet gaming disorder. Um, and it says that it's common between ages 12 to 20. Yeah. And um, it says that um, according to studies, it's thought that internet gaming disorder is more prevalent in Asian countries than North America. So, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I can see I can see that, and I understand why because they have a larger gaming community mm-hmm. for online at least. Um, and I can see why like it's between those ages uh, that they just happen to uh to be like that because there there's a lot of well at least now there's a lot more. Uh, online game competitiveness because mm-hmm. before I think like if you're just playing online games it's like whatever but now there's like games like League of Legends and Overwatch and uh, Counter-Strike and stuff whereas tournaments where you play and it's considered a sport right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it, I mean it's still bad because you just sit a lot, around a lot mm-hmm. but it's considered a sport so it's not so much of it's not considered an addiction anymore <laughs> would it? <laughs> Yeah, well, so, so the thing is, um, so there's two different types of disorders, just to clarify. Internet gaming okay. disorder is not addiction. And then there is a discussion about an addiction, um, of gaming as being a separate disorder. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the thing. So l- even then, I'm not even really, um, too keen on this disorder, the one that's just internet gaming disorder. Um, mm. Here, let me read to you some of the the qualifications for it. Um, repetitive use of internet-based games, often with other players, that leads to significant issues with functioning. Five of the following criteria must be met within one year, okay? 
Um, there's okay. like nine criteria. So if you have five of these in one year, you probably have this disorder. Um, number one is preoccupation or obsession with internet games. Number two, withdrawal symptoms when not playing internet games. Number three, a buildup of tolerance. More time needs to be spent playing the games. Um, number four, the person has tried to stop or curb playing internet games, but has failed to do so. Number five, the person has had a loss of interest in other life activities, such as hobbies. Uh, number six, a person has had continued overuse of internet games, even with the knowledge of how much they impact the person's life. Number seven, <laughs> number seven, the person lied to others about his or her internet game usage. <laughs> Sorry, I'm starting to laugh at this because it sounds so ridiculous. And they're just basically replacing the word drug with internet games. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> number eight, the person uses internet games to relieve anxiety or guilt. It's a way to escape. Um, and number nine, the person has lost or put at risk the opp- any opportunity or relationships because of internet games. Like, <laughs> literally. <That's- laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that doesn't sound like a real, a real <laughs> symptom. Uh, it's, it's just, yeah, but it's just like you said, you just replace drug with internet games. Yeah. And that's just describing addiction. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much addiction. I, I think it's definitely more of addiction because um, I, f- I forgot what's it called. Like when you um, when you do something and release this, uh, what is it release? It releases something in your brain. Endorphins. That makes it feel good. What's that? Endorphins. Yeah, endorphins. Exactly. So it's just like, it's something that releases endorphins and they're just really addicted to that. <laughs> And that, that's about, there's this constitution because it just releases endorphins. And this one just happened to be something that you sit around in a lot. And that's, that's about it. I don't think it's a mental issue. They just need to find another way to release endorphins. Yeah. I mean, um, the thing is, if you do exercise and activities like that, that releases endorphins too. Um, yeah. Well, the, the reason why things like this become disorders is that they they don't have the drive to try to find other things to release. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, this so so what I I kind of feel like is weird about this is that um, you know things like doing drugs and things like being addicted to gambling, things like that, right? Uh-huh. They're there for like the rush. They usually socially isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like in those activities, it's not like, oh, like, oh, we're going to go meet up in a whole group and do these things. But for video games, it's different. Internet gaming in particular, you're you're playing in a large community with other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that at least that part of the diagnosis is a little bit off um, because instead this is, I don't know, video games should be like driving the community, right? I don't know. Uh, no. It's pretty toxic. Oh, I guess it depends on the game you play too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it definitely varies, but also like uh, being on the internet, unless you're playing like with friends that you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it could be unhealthy if you're just like uh, a random person playing by yourself mm-hmm. with ra- other random people, and it, you're you're still isolated. Kind of like why like people would say will feel will feel like they have like no filter when they comment things on youtube videos or just any any sort of videos oh yeah and just say whatever they want because they have the uh they they remain anonymous 
Mm-hmm. And they feel like they're just behind the wall. So they isolate themselves. They're just projecting out their voices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So even though it's like they're part of the world community, it's kind of like a false community, I would say. Because hmm. you're, you're not really... The most interaction you have is just like whatever the internet or media gives you. Mm-hmm. You're just interacting with the media. It's uh, what I feel like anyways. Oh, okay. like, I'm sure like there, there's still some sort of... Um, connection in some games as well. Not, uh, I'm just thinking of all the toxic games yeah, <laughs> right now, yeah. but, you mean but I'm like, sure there, uh, there are games that, that have like uh, positive bonding experiences with uh, other players online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I guess uh, that's kind of like our opinion about the uh, yeah, mental health issues about addiction. If it's addiction... I mean, personally, you're addicted to anything. It should be yes. It, you know. it doesn't matter. Just yeah. games is like the the lesser. That was it. The lesser of the evil. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's like the lesser of the evil. Um, some people could affect it differently, but I mean, yeah. I don't think you should yeah. isolate that out just to say addiction to gaming. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying lesser evil because I'm compared to like drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. So, so the next topic, um, actually, I missed this earlier when I talked about it, is uh, from Kinetic. So, Kinetic is from the Enthusiast Network and Behind the Line podcast, uh-huh. um, Behind the Line Radio. He, um, there was a tweet, a string of tweets that he was uh, um, talking about. It was related to Mega Man. And oh, okay, uh, that's why I, I was like, I remember you sent me this stuff. Yeah. And I saw like Mega Man X5. I was like, I'm X5. I was like, is that Mega Man? And I saw a whole bunch. Of, and then you said something about mental illness. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. What's, oh, no, what's no. going on? <laughs> Sorry. No, there are different things. So, so his thing was about, um, so one of the Mega Man games, um, uh-huh. it has a, a bunch of the bosses named after members of Guns N' Roses, like Axel and things oh. like that. But oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So now Capcom, when they were really re-releasing it and stuff, um, they're changing it. They're changing all the boss names in that game to oh. different names because uh, I don't know why, but it's like localization. After localizing it to the U.S., they're changing those names again. Kind of like the whole like M. Bison thing with Street Fighter. Oh. Um, yeah. But this time, they're actually completely changing the name, not switching them around, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so Kinetic was asking about like what we think about those localization quirks, you know? Uh, you want to go first, Tony? Yeah, I think it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, I, okay. I, I know that he's asked about Mega Man, but in general, localization quirks is kind of dumb. It just causes confusion. And especially Street Fighter, like over in the US, we're all thinking like M. Bison, M. Bison's a big boss. He's M. Bison. He kills everybody. You know, like mm-hmm. M. Bison is this guy wearing red, blah, blah, blah. Um, but. And Bison in Japan stands for Mike Bison, like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. So, they have a completely different, um, you know, idea about that. And yeah. it becomes kind of difficult for, you know, cross-country tournaments maybe. I don't know. Like, all the yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's just like, because back then it was okay because, you know, the countries never really like had much of like uh, interaction with each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's more like everyone's connected and it's a little weirder. It's more like, why are you doing this? Why are you changing this? I mean, yeah. 
I think another example that caused major confusion was Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy VI in in um, Japan, mm. when it was localized and released in the U.S., for some reason they changed it to Final Fantasy III. So oh yeah yeah I remember now they, they yeah. yeah. So it's like what why why so it was just because they didn't release Final Fantasy four and five in the U.S. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, three, four, and five. So then they would just take six and renumber it as the next one in the number, which was three at the time in the U.S. So yeah, it was just like like why why are you doing it? like I feel like they did the localization thing mostly because they think the American audience doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like give us some more credit, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's that's my thoughts on it. Okay. Yeah. Um. It, it is kind of dumb because you're you're creating like a different vocabulary, and people won't be on the same page anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially on a game that you want to be more known globally. Yeah. Um. And I I guess related to like the the Mega Man thing, it's kind of really stupid. Especially since they already established it already, <laughs> and then yeah. like, oh yeah, what we showed you was wrong. Let me change it again, so the people who grew up with it and everything have to say, oh yeah, remember this? Like, no, no, it's called this now. Say so, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what we know is just a lie. A lie. So yeah, um, yeah I, I agree. Yeah, so on like on games that are more established, they should definitely just leave it the way it is because just to keep it consistent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. But as localization as a as a whole, I definitely agree that it's. Uh, well, I, I guess I could see, I could sort of understand where they're coming from with localization, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I think like my studio w- was doing something similar as well uh, about talking about how to localize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was just more of like they're afraid of um, saying, well, let's say like the word axle mm-hmm. might mean. There's like doesn't mean anything in like English, but in some other country it might mean something completely different. So they're afraid they might uh, sort of cause some sort of uh, confusion or offensiveness mm-hmm. to that country. And I understand that much, but you can only go so far. Yeah, I think to, uh, I think that's why they did the M Bison thing because they were afraid of offending the actual Mike Tyson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that I understand their point of view. But it's at the same time, if you're gonna localize it, just make sure you're consistent and and don't change it once you've established everything. Yeah. It would be nice if uh, if we, you, you could just find ways of doing of uh, localizing that doesn't affect the name too much, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's some a word in English might mean something completely offensive in another country that we don't know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which I'm fine with that. Um, but I mean, like things that are like the renumbering of Final Fantasy. Oh like, yeah, 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 that, that kind of thing. That thing's stupid. When <laughs> that's not an offense, that's just yeah, bad marketing. Yeah. Or like <laughs> renaming those established Mega Man bosses, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the names are already there. Yeah. What <laughs> What's said is already said. Don't take it back. <laughs> yeah. Although one thing I do um kind of like about localization of Mega Man. Is that it's called Mega Man instead of Rock Man? Because oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you, uh, oh yeah. I mean, uh, I I don't really mind either way. Like Rock Man or Mega Man, mm-hmm. I, I don't see. I guess for us, there's no offense to it. I mean, it's less stupid. Yeah, because Rock Man, I'm like, you're made of rocks. Like, okay, 
you can be destroyed yeah. easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like it, it's not only for games, but it's for like TV series and movies as well. Mm-hmm. I think like uh, oh gosh, some of the other countries did not call Captain America the first Avenger. They did not call it Captain America the first Avenger. Oh, what they call? They just call it the first Avenger. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to mention America. <laughs> Because, yeah, I, I remember localizing that movie uh, was very tough. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I understand from that point because more people are going to watch, more people are going to watch a movie than playing a game, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's just funny. It's funny and it's it's understandable, but when something is established, you shouldn't mess with it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, moving on to the next thing is, uh, the, it was a Brendan from Almost Ben Silence says, uh, let's talk about the new Overwatch hero. It's a hamster. Yeah. Did you see it? I saw snapshots. I didn't actually see video of it. Um, it looks cool. <laughs> All the Overwatch characters are quirky. And I yeah. mean, it kind of was just not a matter of if, but when they would have a hamster. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I wonder what his alt is. <laughs> did it show? Um, did you see a video of it? I, I well, I mean, like I I saw the video and and saw him, but I don't understand anything about the game, like alt and everything. So there's not much for me to uh, comment about that. Um, oh, but did, I, I, did you ever so play I, Overwatch? I played like a little bit of it when it was free. Oh, okay. And then I just couldn't get into it. Oh, I understood okay. the concept, but I just never played all the characters to know like how why it's important or what it does that sort of thing. Yeah, I I always like think of it as a FPS League of Legends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But I'm just like, eh, I couldn't get into the first person sort of thing anymore. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting old because now I also I also feel dizzy when I play first person games. I mean, did you always get dizzy? No, I get more dizzy nowadays. I actually can play first person games only if they're VR. Oh, that's cool. So, um, but I, I'm looking at my my. My coworker, uh, they talked about it yesterday about the new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a wrecking ball, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. The design looks cool. And then he was saying how like he he hated League of Legends or like character design wise, mm-hmm. just because like it, uh, it felt like all the characters were from different worlds and it mm-hmm. didn't match. Yeah. And then and then uh, he also mentioned how like he's afraid. Overwatch is sort of reaching that that sort of extreme, similar to League of Legends, where it become where it just like random characters out of nowhere now that doesn't relate to the world at all. I mean, I don't think this one uh, is too far away. Oh, no, no, I mean, not 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 this one in particular, but it's it's getting that they, they, they might head towards that route. Is oh, what okay. he was afraid. Like well, I think uh, he was saying how, um, or he was talking about how like the this one was similar to like. Uh, was um, what's the gorilla one? The gorilla. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The gorilla character in Overwatch. Yeah, well, I forgot what is. Oh, Winston. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So this this one is like similar to like Winston, where he was a test subject, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, but then instead of being good guy, he he might be a bad guy. Who knows? We don't know the story yet. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah. So that I think that was the idea of it. And then for me, when I heard like hamster. I, I was just th- automatically thinking uh, Bolt, the hamster from um, Bolt, uh, was it Rhino? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that, that, it's, it's cute. But uh, 
Uh, I kind of agree with them. Like, it, it might be heading towards that route if it becomes like too crazy later on, mm-hmm. where just a whole bunch of random uh, animals or things appear. Yeah, I think the difference in the character design that um, Overwatch has going for it is that every character they have like certain elements that are just very signature to Overwatch. So, mm. like looking at the characters from Overwatch, you just know that they are characters from Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, like even with this character, right? His wrecking ball, like the machine that he's like like um, piloting, right? It's yeah. very Overwatchy design. Yeah. So they have a particular style. Whereas League of Legends, like man, you pull those characters out of League of Legends and they could exist anywhere. You can't tell it's from League of Legends. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I think at least I think Blizzard's trying with Overwatch and keeping like <laughs> you know design. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, I don't disagree. I mean, they, they do have their own style. So so it's definitely there. I I think it was just the argument was that it's they might be slowly running out of ideas for characters oh yeah yeah i mean you can only make so many right so yeah yeah okay um okay next question is from anthony from uh, video game crosstalk or crossover crosstalk i guess um and he's saying uh talk about beating an end boss so brutally you feel bad for them like i guess we could just talk about which end game game end boss we we felt bad for hmm. okay so uh, just make just to clarify this like we beat the boss so hard that we feel bad for the bosses, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think for me, it was like uh, the dragon from Dragon Age. It was like the final boss. Mm-hmm. Where like, essentially you rally up uh, villagers or whatnot to take them down. Mm-hmm. Or not villagers, but like warriors to take down the final boss. Like the And the warriors are like um, squadrons of of malicious or mm-hmm. the yeah, malicious squadrons yeah. uh, that you can just command and it just and they're all CPU so it's just like so ridiculously easy I just literally stand there and just make sure I dodge every now and then mm-hmm. and the uh, the CPU will just do everything for me I'm just like okay after all this the battle was just having whole, the, the computer fight a computer for me I'm like alright <laughs> that was anticlimactic and they just, just die so fast I'm like alright that's, that's fun <laughs> <laughs> okay I think I think for me it would be Metal Gear Solid the first game. Um, right. It's not so much beating them so bad, like so brutally that I feel bad for them. It's more of like I'm beating them up. So so the character of Liquid Snake was the bad guy in Metal Gear Solid One. Okay. Um, and <laughs> Liquid Snake, yeah, <laughs> Liquid Snake and Solid Snake, Snake are clones, but they look nothing alike. And okay. You kind of find out about that at the end that Liquid's been doing all these like crazy evil things because he's like has this strong jealousy, right? For Snake. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because, um, like Solid Snake got all the dominant genes. They're both, both like clones of Big Boss. So Big yeah. Boss is like, you know, the main guy. And, um, Solid Snake was the clone that got all the, um, the dominant powerful genes. And yeah. then Liquid Snake was basically all the leftover recessive genes. So it was like, Please. wait, what was that? No, no, so, so, so go ahead, finish your sentence. Oh, no, your... I'm just saying like, I just felt bad for him that he's like a bad guy, but it's kind of like, you're just, you did evil stuff, but I still feel bad for you because it's not your fault that you got all these bad genes and, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> It reminds me of like 
uh, was it Wreck-It Ralph? Uh-huh. Saying that we're, we're bad guys, but we're not bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what Zengif said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's kind of, not, when you said that, I'm like, man, I feel sorry for the boss. It's not the boss. He's just trying to be normal. <laughs> yeah, right? And then... <laughs> And then also the skit that Pete Holmes did with M. Bison, where he's like trying to be a manager of the Street Fighter tournament and talk about uh, yeah. M. Bison. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was so funny because like, we're sorry, Mr. Bison, we're running out of money. <laughs> and he's like, but, but, but we have to, we have to fly them to that location. I was like, oh, uh, we're, we're all out of money. Do you, can we do it in Atlanta? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I just feel bad because he just wants to put up a good <laughs> tournament. <laughs> uh, so it's more like pity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. The next topic is iPhone versus Android. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, I guess I'll defend the Android as much as I can. Okay. Um, my, my, the reason I choose Android more than iPhone Mostly because their uh, charging ports are not like so specialized, and you could use them anywhere. They're more universal. So, so it's like okay, you go here, you have a USB that's used almost everything. Mm-hmm. And the iPhone market, they just mm-hmm. tend to like monopolize that one thing that they have and make money of it, and it doesn't even charge. It doesn't. Uh, hold up for the next generation of iPhones, I think. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if they do now or not, but in the past, I remember like the the previous version of the charger doesn't work with the previous version, right? No, or they, they do. They It works or, for like maybe yeah. five or six generations and then they switch it up. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's my mistake. But yeah, I, I don't like the idea of them overcharging as well because mm-hmm. then they just monopolize everything for that's iPhone or Apple related and they just makes it 10 times more expensive just because of the brand. Yeah. So for, for me, I felt like Android was a little bit more um, universally affordable mm-hmm. <laughs> for like, the common people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't such a, a sign of luxury. And it's also like, uh, I can see the pro and con. It's uh, Android is a little bit more uh, open source, which is more susceptible to being hacked and everything. But it's open, so it makes sense. Yeah, I agree with most things you said. But I have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. I mean, like, I'm sure like iPhone has some cool stuff. Like, uh, some of the functions are really cool. I just don't like the the marketing and business side of, of how they do go about it of monopolizing things. Yeah, I'm on an iPhone because I was like kind of grandfathered in um, when the first iPhone came out. Um, even though it didn't work for my service, my T-Mobile service, I still got it to just keep mm-hmm. it around, knowing yeah. that someone's going to be able to hack it, right? <clears throat> so the very first time, <clears throat> like the, the jailbreak was available, it wasn't a simple click that they have nowadays where you just plug mm-hmm. it in, open an app, and hit a click. Um, it was seven hours of code <laughs> that, <laughs> that I had to enter into my phone through my computer. And um, <laughs> after the jailbreak, I was able to um, unlock my phone using a software unlock to finally use the T-Mobile service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when that happened, I actually used the phone. This is the first smartphone that, you know, was ever made, right? So yeah. 
I was just like in love with it. All these crazy things you could do. Um, yeah. And then when a few years down the line, Android joined in on the smartphone thing, um, mm-hmm. it was super janky. Like, like yeah. Android started off super, super janky for a good, like three to four, like generations of software, of, mm-hmm. um, operating system. So I stuck with iPhone mostly because iPhone, at least we know the big company is developing it with consistency. Um, mm-hmm. it's a closed system, but it works, you know? Yeah. It's, um, you can't really customize it a lot, but what's there all works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I stuck with iPhone. And then at the same time, most of the health applications, um, were also iPhone related. Like they were, they yeah. made iPhone, they were made on, for the iPhone. Yeah. And I was in pharmacy school too. So it was just like all these pharmacy references were made for iPhone first. If you had it for Android, it was super janky and you might not even be able to load it. Um, mm. iPhone, you only have the option of getting an iPhone. So yep. no matter what size iPhone or what design you get, it's an iPhone that will run iOS well. Um, mm. versus Android, you have so many different options for Androids that the, the operating system was not consistent between different phone versions, like the Droid from Verizon or the, the Samsung Galaxy or the Google Nexus. Everything was different. Yep. Um, so yeah, like at this point, the two are interchangeable to me because iPhone X, all the features on iPhone X exist on Android and most yep. of the Android features exist on iPhone X and there's no reason for me really to, to go one way or the other. I'm just still with iPhone just because, you know, I'm grandfathered in, all my stuff is there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the thing is both, both sides of things, you can sync your contacts with whatever list you have now. So it doesn't even matter, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's really it. And, uh, the thing about you said, you said about the, the cables. Yeah. Um, I believe the next generation of phones for iPhone are going to uniformly use USB-C. I may be wrong. Oh. I may be wrong, but all the laptops that, that, uh, Apple's using is already using USB-C to charge. And. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. So I think they're one of the first big adopters of it. So, um, they are moving to, to try to standardize to work with everything else. Yeah. I, I think like right now, like what are you saying? Like I understand because iPhones were pretty big back then because they were relatively they were revolutionary essentially yeah uh with the smartphone era and Android was just trying to pop, uh, trying to catch up but now they're we're at the stage or like the past couple of years has been a stage where they're just rivaling each other mm-hmm. rather than like okay well you're it's just more of a competition and each year it felt like they were just doing something very small minute mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at least for like the iPhones where it felt like they they were advertising. Look, it is now a rounder edge phone. Yeah, <laughs> eight hundred dollars more. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, aside from that, I, I like I don't have anything against the phone personally. I just, it's more about the marketing and monopolizing that I'm against. Mm-hmm. And I'm and it's it's more understandable. It's just because like it's a brand, but I think like it's also like uh, you were saying how how it's, uh, it was pretty good back then. But I think that was during like when Steve Jobs was still around, right? So mm, yeah, his stuff might have been like more effective because he actually knew stuff to add 
that makes it a difference mm-hmm. rather than like, oh no, what, what do we do? Let's come out with a new phone and just charge people more using the same old parts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, cool. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, 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 you got mail. You, you. Uh, let's move on to the mailbag community question. So last week's yep. question was, what's your favorite thing from the 90s? Um, we already answered, so let me read the, the audience answers. So, sure. Kinetic from the Real Hero Talk. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kinetic. I always mess it up. Kinetic from Behind the Line Podcast and Behind the Line Radio. He says, arcades. Oh, I can't believe we forgot about that. Wait, what? Arcades? Video game arcades? Uh-huh. That's what he misses from the 90s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I don't miss it. Yeah, um, <laughs> Judge Greg says modern arcades have a, pr- oh, wait, sorry. He's responding about it. Like modern arcades still have real shooters. But anyway, um, let's see. There's a funny thing in here. And then like one track punk says to Judge Greg, they should start implementing VR with real shooters. And then I say, play, play drop dead. It's my favorite real shooter in VR. And then Judge Greg says, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> he doesn't have VR. No, he hates VR. Oh, he hates VR. Yeah. I just responded. We love you too. <laughs> um, so Judge Greg, he is from the Real Hero Talk and Enthusiast Network. He says he misses the cartoons like Batman the Animated Series, Superman, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, X-Men, and Gargoyles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gargoyles. Nice yeah, has really good cartoons. Yeah. Um, John Leola says... The first, uh, I first played Metal Gear as a demo on the demo disc I received. Spent countless hours in that one little section. Little did I know it would become my favorite series. Um, and then Talking Crafts. Demo discs. What was that? Oh yeah, demo discs. Yeah. I used to go to schools to play those. Yeah, like a, a Fry's Electronics. Yeah, Target. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talking Crafts says amen to that. So he, they agree with John. And then Monster Closet says, the short period of time, I like this answer, that short period of time when CGI was too expensive for most films, so only the top-tier studio stuff could afford it, and it was genuinely impressive. Which one? Terminator 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's like CGI everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have a question for this week? Oh, no. Okay. No, I think... Okay. Actually, let me add on to that 90s thing. I, I, when they were saying about the the whole demo thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the demo disc. John saying the whole demo disc. I was, like, I was just automatically thinking AOL free trials. Oh, yeah. yeah the AOL the test. Uh, those are discs. That you use as coasters. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lamb said he racked up so many hours on that. <laughs> oh, I know. Me yeah. too. Just kept renewing. <laughs> um, let's see. Questions of this for next week. I mean, this, this, this upcoming week in the U.S. is Independence Day, so we could ask something related to, to like, I don't know, barbecues and fireworks, something like that. Okay. Um, well, did we ask one about fire about fireworks already? Yeah. So, okay, okay something else. Okay, let's see. Uh, I guess... Hmm. How about, like, what's your favorite local holiday? Or is that like a too too difficult of a thing to ask? No, I, I mean it's broad enough. Hmm. Is that something we could even ask? Yeah. Uh, answer, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Um. Okay. Uh, I let's go with that and just see what happens. Okay. Cool. Um. Is there a local holiday over there that you like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like 
they had one called Midsummer, where essentially it's the middle of summer or the beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, but what happened was like they raised a pole and or like normally like the, the Swedish people, they would go out to the countryside and in their like summer home. Um, but then like they uh, and, and the tradition is they raised the maypole. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is represented fertility for like farming and stuff back then. Mm-hmm. And they would dance around it, like kids dance sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just really fun. Like I got to experience the, the dancing around the pole. And uh, that was really fun and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I think my answer just around here is just uh, the Lunar New Year celebration. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, we can move on to game time. So we have one time. I think we only have one uh, time for one game. So uh, sure, yeah, sounds good. You want to ask? Or you want me to ask? Uh, I'll oh, ask. Want me to? Uh, okay. I'll just ask fast. So do you have a, okay. you have a game? Uh, video games? Yeah. Okay, let me give me like five seconds to think of something. Uh, something like that you, you. I'll think of something that you know at least. Um, yeah. Jeez, what do you know? <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, go ahead. Okay, was this game released after 2000? Shit. I mean, <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me, let me look it up. Wikipedia, go. Okay, uh, yes. Hmm, okay. Was this released before 2005? Yes. Hmm, early 2000s game. Um, what generation is that? Is that the PS2? Uh, PS2? Yeah, it should be a PS2 generation. Okay, is this game a console exclusive? No. Okay. Was this game developed by a Japanese developer? Uh, no. Huh, okay. Uh, was this game made in the US? Wait, sorry, no, 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 let me go back. I want to see, let me check the, the release date because they were very vague. Uh, sorry, reason. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay, never mind. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, it's released in the US. What? No, you I asked if it's a re- it was released in the US, right? No, no, I asked if it was, um, it was made in the US. Oh, made in the US, yes. Like, okay. That means like a, a, a US developer kind of question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, and yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Was this game created by a studio in Chicago? No, where are they located? <laughs> uh, let me double check this. No. No, okay. Um, okay. So it was multi-platform. It was released in the U.S. No, it was made in the U.S. Uh, I should, I should clarify that now, uh, it's not multi-platform when it was released, but now it is. Oh, okay. Um, I think. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Was there a? I think I know. I let me. I I think I haven't. No, that can't be that. Never mind. Uh, huh. Was this on the PlayStation Two? No. What the? Was it on the PlayStation Three? No. What the heck? Okay. Was this a Nintendo game? No, no, no. So no, I take that back. Sorry. Was this a? game released on a Nintendo console? No. Wait, you said multi-platform, right? Now it is, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, but in your nowadays, those questions still apply, right? The PlayStation and Nintendo thing? Uh, I don't think it was. Well, I mean, when you asked that, I said it's not released on those one. But no, it, it was on the PlayStation. No, what? No, it was not on the PlayStation? Yeah, it's not on the PlayStation now. Okay. Okay. That, my, when I'm asking, I mean like at all. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not right. Uh, okay. It was this released on, um, a mobile device? No. What the heck? <laughs> I have a blind spot for Microsoft stuff. Was this released on the Xbox? Uh, yeah, there was a release on the Xbox. Was this originally a PC game? Uh, yes. Oh, damn it. PC game. Uh, um, do you, would you say this game has realistic graphics? Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> it's intended to be realistic. Okay, intended, but intended, okay. Yeah, yeah, but intended. back then the technology wasn't there. Okay. Um, was this game uh, known to be a really good single-player game? No. Okay. Was this game a team-based uh, multiplayer game? Uh, yes. Was this game played from the first-person first perspective? Yes. Okay, that's 15 questions. Was this game, uh, hmm, how do I narrow this down? I'm trying to think of like a way to narrow this down, even though I think I know what it is. Um, was this game played in PC cafes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, was this game developed by, 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 uh, oh, did this game start as a, as a mod? Yes. Okay. I'm at 17. I'm just going to go for it. Is it Counter-Strike? Yep. Okay, cool. 18 questions. Good job, oh. John. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the final lap. Um, you have anything to promote? Um, same as always. Uh, check out my friend uh, Hype Man Vince. He does a vlog content of him eating or having contests, eating contests or stuff related to food, stuff like that on. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and the handle name is Hype Man Vince, H-Y-P-E-M-A-N-V-I-N-C-E. Cool. That's all. Cool. Um, yeah, and then for us, just, uh, we're on all social media and Twitch. I haven't been streaming on Twitch that much lately, but, um, I will try to get back to it soon. So yeah, our handle is NTFTTPod. But uh, if uh, nothing else, then no time for time travel. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 what? We forgot, oh, yeah, <laughs> we forgot to, we forgot to uh, tell about uh, our friend Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So you guys want stuff uh, custom-made uh, crafts um, that are functional. <laughs> uh, check out our friend, uh, the Minefield Builder, Steve, on his Etsy page. Does he have a website now? Um, I mean, he has a website, themindfulbuilder.com, but to get to buy stuff, it still goes to Etsy. Okay. Yes. That. Okay. Yeah. Now we have, now we're done. Okay. Cool. And, um, if you can't find, if Steve can't, can't make it for you, he'll, he'll tell you where to get it for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, no time for time travel signing off. Herdiker Warp Speed. See ya. Bye. I love, 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 I love